0: I give you Dean Reeser wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) So, this is the wrap up of the uh, money and possessions. And uh, I'm going to do things a little bit different uh, tonight. If, uh, you know, before we, we had a couple of questions we want you to, you know, to, to ponder, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you those now. So if you have something to write down, if you want to commit these to memory. First question is, if you were entirely out of debt nothing to worry about but expenses what would you do what what good would you do second question is let me know when you're ready second question is in regards to your debt Are you closer to being out of debt further than being out of debt or unchanged this time last year? (laughs) So let's uh, turn in our Bibles to uh, Matthew 25. Come on, bro take a look at... uh, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. I happen to like that version. Matthew 25, starting in verse 14. The title of this message is Men and Women of Character. Starting in uh, verse 14, it says, Again, the kingdom of God can be illustrated by a story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing in proportion to their abilities. Then he left on his trip. The servant who received five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with the two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they used his money. The servant whom he had entrusted five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of surprise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received... Two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest. I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with one bag of silver came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man. Harvesting crops where you did not plant, gathering crops where you did not cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here's your money back. But the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvest crops I did not plant and gather crops I did not cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I would have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered the money to be taken from the servant and give it to the one with ten bags of silver. To those who use well what they have been given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into the other darkness, for there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's pretty intense. Tonight, we are going to dissect this. And it is going to be fun, and you are going to get dirty. <laughs> you know, this, this is an illustration. You know, God says, you know, the kingdom of God can be illustrated. Yeah. So it can be like this. And, it, and it's amazing how, you know, we can, we can read this, and we can look at it, we already know, the ending, You know, the guy with the, the, the one bag of silver, he buries it and, and he's thrown out. But there's nothing inherently wrong with either of these servants. This, this really is foreshadowing. could be anything. The guy with the five bags of silver, he could be in, in the later part of his career. You know, he, he could actually have just a, a lot of talent. He could be the older guy. Right? You know, the, the, the guy with the, the, the two bags of silver, he could be the journeyman. Just, just getting into the mid-level career, doing whatever he needs to do, however he needs to do it. And then the guy with the one bag of silver, just graduated college, just got out of high school. Young, dumb, stupid, we don't know. Or it could be vice versa. But the point is, is that any one of these people could have made whatever decision that they made. So it wasn't predetermined that this one person was going to do this. And how do we know this? Because, well, I have skill sets today that I did not have five years ago. Don't you? Geo is not the preacher today that he was 15 years ago. And any, anyone, I mean, you could, any one of us can look back and say, you know what, I've, I've grown in my character. I'm a lot patient today than I was five years ago, I'll tell you that. I'm a lot less hateful today than I was 20 years ago. I'm still stupid, but I'm less hateful, nonetheless. So there's there's nothing inherently wrong. This guy was not destined to fail. Insert free will. So the guy with five talents could have he could, have, he, could have, he could have taken those five talents he took could have taken one of the five and buried them. could have taken all of them. Just so happens that in this illustration, what Jesus is talking about is that this one person did that. Okay, that this is important because at any point that we we bury what and and we're talking about money and possessions. Mm-hmm. So even your skill sets, whatever, whatever talents you have, whatever. Abilities you have, whatever, how you can affect people is what God has given you. And that's, this is what we have been talking about the whole month, right? So he says, as we dissect it, we're going to reread. Uh, again, the kingdom of heaven is illustrated as a man going on a long trip. How long of a trip was that? They doubled their money. Right? Well, he entrusted them with all of his money. You know? I mean, God has entrusted us with all of the earth. There's people that are mining diamonds. They believe it's theirs. Well, you know, actually it's God's. You know? You ever wondered who had this land before you paid for it? You know, you, you buy a house, you get the land. Well, someone had to have just come over and go, okay, this is my land, and then just start squatting on it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, somebody wants that land. Well, you got to pay me. Well, who did you pay? Right? I mean, I've thought about that. So God has entrusted that. He divided it up to their and it, it proportions into their abilities. And again, we come back to the guy it doesn't necessarily mean that the guy with five talents was any better than the guy with three. It just means that he could handle more. Mm. And the point that we need to get out of this is every one of us in this room is where we need to be because that's where (laughs) God has put us. Mm. Like it or not, accept it or not, we are here because that's what God has said. Mm. You know, Mm, I struggle at work because I feel like... Incompetence is rewarded, promoted, and worshipped. And I feel like, well, I could come in looking dumb. That's easy for me to do. And then all of a sudden something comes down and and, 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 and I, I take care of it. And I feel like, well, why should I be promoted? Because if I'm the one that's promoted, who's going to replace me? So we got to keep him there. And let's just continue stepping on his head and just keep him down. I can easily feel that way, and you know what? That road's going to lead to nowhere but bitterness. Mm. I'm where I'm at because God says, you need to be here. Mm. And if He has determined the people, the times and places for us to meet, I will be promoted when God says, now you can handle it. Not one minute sooner. And that must be enough. If it is not enough, I will never make it to heaven. And you you have to be okay with this, because if you're not okay with it, it's going to be a long road. It's going to be a rough road, because there's going to be a lot of things that you're not going to like. There's a lot of things that I don't like, but, you know, God didn't run it by me first. (laughs) And he didn't. So how much, all of his money, what was he talking about? So they, they, they doubled it, right? Yeah. anybody ever heard the rule of 72? The rule of 72, you take the interest rate of how you invest, all things remaining equal, you divide 72 by the interest rate. It'll tell you how how long that money will double. So, all we need to do is figure out what was the interest rate. These being the servants of the master, they would not have gone... And, and invested in any sort of aggressive investments. So I would say, it, it, right, right about now, you're looking at about 1, 1.5% on a good investment that's liquid. Which means that someone comes in, you can convert it, it's in cash, right then and there. You don't have to wait. Right. And times when things were going good, it would be 3%. You would have been lucky to find 3, 35 So... I will split the difference with you and I will say 2%. I have an abacus here. 72 divided by 2 36 years. He wasn't kidding when he said a long time. I will even give you another illustration. 72 and we'll put 3%. 24 years. Again, foreshadowing that's a career. People, I, I, I know very few people that has worked over 40 years. 36, 24 to 36 years to double that money. And it doesn't matter how much money it is is. We're talking about interest rates, right? That's any one of us in here. Yeah. 36 years of employment. What have you done? What have I done? Have I done anything to further the kingdom of God? That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about gathering wealth. Who's going to get that wealth once you gather it? And does it matter? Again, I did some cross-referencing on the bags of silver. Come on the bags of silver were roughly 75 pounds. Wow. The silver today is not as pure as the silver of back then. So this is going to be a, a, a low ball, but it's still going to be in the ballpark. 75, you can get an ounce of silver for $8. There's 12 ounces in a pound, right? I'm an accountant. I got it. Sixteen ounces. It's 12. To a, to a, a not, oh, not a liquid pound. God, not you know, no, not look a, look. a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I brought this. is <laughs> right. Right. So you're looking at 96, $96 a pound. At 70 pounds, 75 pounds, $7,200 a bag. So that one servant got $7,200 to invest. That's what he buried. That's a flat screen. That's a Kia. (laughs) (laughs) And a (laughs) double-double. Right? $7,200 this guy got back then. And and, and again, this this is based off of today. So the the, the silver today is is not as pure, so fourteen thousand four hundred is what the second servant got right twenty one six is what the other guy got again you can look at this as the high class, the medium class, and the lower class as far as income. Yep. It's all shadowing. This, I mean, this is depicting what we would all have to go through. Yep. And in a career, that's what he... So this guy doubled his, his master's money. So, you know, $21,600 doubled in 36 <laughs> years. Gave it back to him. Here you go. And then you know, you know what he gets in return? More work. That's what he said. Hey, you, rock on, man. You're good. Here's more responsibilities. Thanks. I wouldn't have been fired up about that. I would have been, hey, you know, how about some retirement or something? It's not what was in the cards. We're not meant to do that. But that that should give you a good idea of what this parable was really, its intended purpose. This this is a shadow of life. This is what the kingdom of heaven is going to be like. Taking care of the money and possessions, trying to get where we need to go, faithfully, with possessions that are not ours. Right. In an environment where we are taught that it is. It gets hard, and even harder. Can you think of any examples where someone had money and possessions and was able to increase it? Anyone? Yeah. Yeah. Well... Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Abraham, Joseph. Abraham it, it yeah. Yeah. David, Job. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, d- d- does does the amount of money matter? <laughs> what about the widow with the two copper coins? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Again, the person with the one talent made an inherent fundamental flaw. They just buried it. Which is another way of saying, you know what? I'm not going to focus on that. Can you think of any examples where someone just buried their talents in the Bible? Ananias, Sapphira, Judas Iscariot, the rich and young ruler. Threw it all away. Amount of money, status has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with it. What kind of a person buries their money what kind of person goes out and just buries the money? Yeah. A thief? Pirate? Be, you know, the thing is, is that... Had this person actually did what the Master was talking about, where he says... <coughs> <laughs> yeah. had, he, had he gone and put that on the bank, he would have had to go on record with whose money that actually was. Which was another reason why the master said that. Why didn't you just put it on a deposit at the bank? I would have got an interest. Well, had he done that, he would have had to come forward and say, well, it's not really my money, it's the master's money. So legally, it's not his. He was looking to get something that was not his. Why did he bury the money? Because, you know, when the master says, you wicked, lazy servant, you knew that I was... Going to gather crops where I did not cultivate. He was a, he was selfish. Did not want to do anything for the benefit of somebody else. Wow. That was it. So I mean, we we can we can dissect this all we want, but that's basically what it was. I'm not going to do anything to help that person out because I'm not getting anything out of it. It doesn't promote me, and as long as I don't get anything directly out of it. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. Amen. How's that working out for us? You, we're, we're, not, we're not looking at you know, studying money and possessions because we're asking people to increase their contribution. It's more of you know, getting out of debt and living uh-huh. faithfully right. and being able to reach out. You know, we we have a lot of things. The the impact that we could make Mm -hmm. with the people around us, with with marriages that are falling apart, that are, they they just need help. Mm -hmm. You know, throwing money at the problem is not the solution. All you gotta do is look at our government for that. Mm -hmm. That's their answer, and it doesn't work. You know, it isn't not Geo's job to figure out how logistically we're going to grow the church. It's all of ours. Amen. It is, it's not Gio's job to figure out how we're going to fund it. It's all of Man. ours. Yeah. Right? All right. <laughs> That's right? You know, Any, anyone have young kids? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those kids are going to be hitting preteens and teens. We don't have a preteen and, and teen minister. I like that one. Those are needs. You know, we we don't have a, a, a singles minister leader. We don't have a campus minister leader. How many campuses do we have in this area? And, and and there's there's nothing we're doing about it. You know? A lot of things we can be doing. Come on. That is not and, and, and the thing is, roughly Since I've moved into this sector, after the Henry Crete letter, our membership has stayed just about the same. Uh But our contribution per person is going down. Uh And that's over coming up on a 10-year cycle. Uh Things remain equal in 15 years, 10, 15 years. I I don't know where we're going to be. So if you're one of these people that look at it like, look. I don't want to be a party. I I don't plan on having kids, so I don't care about that. All right. But those kids that we're raising up will be here. So be careful what you cultivate. Be careful the attitude that you carry in here. Because mm. again, it, it is not just my responsibility. It's not Geo's. Uh-huh. We have to take this on together. Yeah, come on. All right. Yeah, that's right. You know, if, if we don't have the campus minister, we don't have the singles minister, it's always going to be this way. It's never going to change. And then you'll show up and think, I don't want to go here because it's discouraging. Every time I look around, there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. Well, you're certainly not solving it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We can all sit back and point the finger and say, well, what's going on? Again. How else do you want to look at it? Starting your Bible to Galatians six. There you go, Dean. Be honest, bro. Come on, Dean. <laughs> I don't understand why finances gets a free pass in our fellowship. We can be up to our eyeballs in credit card debt, and it's okay. And I don't understand that. If, if I were to show up with my wife and she had bruises on her face because I beat her, I'd be talked to, if, if not arrested. If I talked about the greatest porn site I ever surfed, I'd be talked to. If I had a problem with theft and no one caught me, I would be talked to. But perpetual consumer debt, it's okay. Talk it, about and it. And it's clear that it is not. In Galatians 6, starting in verse 1. <coughs> Dear brothers and sisters, If another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should be gentle and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burden, and this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. You will not need to compare yourself to anyone else, for we are all each responsible for our own conduct. Those who are taught the Word of God should provide their teachers, provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. We will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of the faith. You know, we do need to support the church, we need to support the ministry. Not just Gio, we, we, we need to support the teen, the preteen, Come on. kids' kingdom. Yep. We need to support those things. Yeah. You know, in the beginning I asked, you know, if if you were entirely out of debt, what would you do? The thing is is that, you know, we can convince one another that things are hard. We can can talk... You can convince me of anything. But I'm not going to be standing at your defense when you're being judged. That's right. All I am is meaningless fly dung and a bowl of pepper. That is it. Almost unidentifiable. I'm telling you, it's crude, but that is as plain as it's going to be. No one's going to be there. And so, you don't have to turn there, but in Acts chapter 5, verses 3 through 4, and then 9, talking about Ananias and Sapphira, Peter replies to Ananias after he has given a he sold some land given a a portion of that and said that it was all of it and he says Peter said to Ananias why have you let Satan fill your heart you have lied to the Holy Spirit he doesn't mention hey you, you, you lied to me no you, you lied to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. I am nothing Peter was nothing at this point. The fellowship was everything. Everyone had everything in common. But he lied to the Holy Spirit. You kept some of the money for yourself. The property was yours to sell or not, as you wished. After selling it, the money was also yours to give away. How could you do such a thing as this? You weren't lying to us. You were lying to God. If you were entirely out of debt and you wanted to do something good, then why don't you do it? Why don't you work on getting out of debt? Stop talking about it. Do it. I mean, just you working on it. I don't care. Whatever you want to give and support. But that alone would inspire our, our fellowship. You, get, you understand how, how, how helpful like it is? Wow, this guy's really making no sacrifice. Huh. You, you, the, the people that are doing this, you think they're just doing it for their health? Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of it, but. It has, you know, you're not going to get rich doing this. God will determine how much you do, what you don't do, and everything else. Right. If you don't believe that, you might as well not believe in heaven and hell. You really shouldn't. Because then you don't believe that, well, you know, our kids are not going to go. We're not building a future for them, are we? Talk about it. Come on. We're doing nothing for it. We're cultivating nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 10 years, our contribution has decreased. Mm. We're doing nothing. Come on, Dean. Worse than nothing. In verse 9, and Peter said, he's re- referring to Sapphira. Peter says, How could the two of you even think? Of conspiring to test the spirit of the Lord like this. How could you even think of this? Like you're going to Jedi mind trick? (laughs) This is what I was thinking. (laughs) I try try that with my boss at work. And and, I just get this. Get back to work. (laughs) But this... Is an analogy that's not—it's not just about talents. Yeah. It's money and possessions. How we use this? What are yeah. we doing? Yeah. What they're talking about—the furthering—is not the wealth accumulation. It's the impact of what we're doing with it. The hospitality, the you know, the the, the building up, the time that we spend. You know, I, I imagine making an impact in. You know, kids that you, you may never see again. Right. But you took the time and money to do something special for these guys. Right. And the quote I will leave you with is that God doesn't need us to give so that He can accumulate wealth, He needs us to give so that He can use our hearts.